When it comes to the second half of your life, you deserve the opportunity to thrive. That's why Doug Bentle founded Second Half Capital. Doug, this is quite the interesting tax story. It all started back in December of 2020. Elon Musk announced that he personally was moving from California to Texas. The writing was on the wall, frankly, if you pay any attention to business. So Tesla has now officially moved its headquarters from Silicon Valley to Austin, Texas. And according to Business Insider, Musk is going to save about $2.5 billion in capital gains taxes Mm. by having both his residence and business out in California. That's some real dough right there. And there's very real uncertainty about the future of taxes when it comes to paying off the excessive spending in D.C. Oh, yeah. Average investors are concerned about this. But you sit down with average investors here in Georgia every single day. We're not in California. But are they considering any drastic measures to save on future tax implications when it comes to their investments? They are. And that's part of the process that we take people through is looking at where are their dollars and then when they retire, how are we going to be in a position to fund their income needs? Mm -hmm. And so taxes are are an important part of that. And, you know, every now and again, you'll run into people who, for instance, have significant uh, brokerage accounts and have substantial capital gains exposure with those dollars. And if that's where their income is going to come from, you know, we've got to really look carefully at that. What actionable steps do you take in those situations? Well, I mean, there's institutional software that we use that analyzes a portfolio, both pre-tax and and after-tax money uh, to tell us sort of what the split is and tells us you know, what the gains are. And many of the statements that you get, I get, mm-hmm. will tell us what the gains are. But, you know, depending upon your income, depending upon the state that you live in, that will impact um, how you get taxed on on things like capital gains. And there's a bunch of other taxes as well. I mean, you know, there's sales taxes, sales yeah. and use taxes, and there's property taxes. You know, I have a lot of family in Illinois, and it's always – I don't do it often because they get so mad when I tell them what our taxes or property taxes are here in Georgia. It's at least double if you are comparing as best you can apples to apples, double, sometimes triple up there. Wow. What it is down here. I had no idea Illinois was oh, yeah. dealing with that. It, it, no, they are. Not to the same extent that California is, but they're not that far behind. Hmm. I'm always shocked. So you, you've got to take that into consideration. Do you know how many states there are that don't? tax income is great trivia nevada nevada i don't know the right way to say that very good very um, good yo you're gonna name them i Florida. love that very good idaho no what's the other alaska ah south dakota texas oh texas of course washington wyoming and there's two other states, New Hampshire mm-hmm. and Tennessee, that only tax certain types of income, um, but there's no state income tax. Well, or, I mean, who or wants to live in Wyoming and South Dakota? Like, they're just trying to lure people over. Alaska the same way. Like, come on. No, that's really interesting. <laughs> you just made all of the South Dakota and Wyoming people mad. Well, they're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> now, all know. joking aside, I've got family in California that's considering moving to yeah. Idaho. That's why I mentioned that. Yep. Those of us on the East Coast and 
the West Coast, we forget that there are so many great options there in the middle. And so it's interesting that it's not just Florida everyone's looking at anymore. No, it's not. And, you know, I have clients in Illinois and most of them, it's a majority, would say, man, as soon as we retire, we're out of here. And it's not only the property taxes, which we just talked about, but it's it's the spending patterns of the administrations in Illinois and clients look at it and they say, I, I don't see how this is ever going to turn around. They're just going to continue to tax us in different ways. So let's go. Mm. Let, let's get out of here. But you know, there's sales taxes, there's estate taxes, different states handle that differently. And then there are certain states that give you a break relative to retirement plan distributions, okay. and pensions and social security. So that's all part of the equation. And, you know, Georgia is friendly on some of those types of income. But, you know, what most clients have to take a look at is, okay, how are we going to generate income? And how much of that income is going to be taxable? So do, do they have Roth IRA money that is going to be beneficial to them from a tax standpoint? Or are they pulling money out of, let's say, a life insurance policy and mm-hmm. they're using that? You know, Maybe when the market dips, they, they pull money out of their life insurance policy so that they don't have to pull money out of their portfolios. So there's a variety of different ways. But one of the areas that um, actually multiple times this year, I've worked with people who don't have anything in place for long-term care. And so – you know, they're in a position of, in essence, self-insuring, and maybe they have enough. These two instances, they didn't have enough to really self-insure. And so we put some life policies in place that also provide long-term care benefits. And as they use those long-term care benefits, which actually are an acceleration of the death benefit, those won't be taxable dollars. Oh, okay. So, you know, the statistics suggest that 70% of everybody who's 65 years old is going to need some type of we're going to be in some type of long-term care scenario. Where maybe it's home health. Maybe it's in mm-hmm. a facility. But if it's me, I'd rather use dollars that are not being taxed Absolutely. for that. And so that's part of the analysis that everyone should do, that we certainly do with clients. And you know, if you don't have any longevity in your family, maybe you're rolling the dice. I didn't have a, a lot of longevity, certainly on my dad's side, and he outlived a lot of his – aunts, uncles, you know, his mom and dad, et cetera. So there's people we sit down with who have uh, fantastic portfolios, but it's all in tax-qualified plans, specifically an IRA and oftentimes a 401k. Yeah, those are pretty popular. So you've got this sort of tax time bomb is probably the worst. <laughs> but <laughs> It kind it, of is. And, and so – you know, it's looking at, okay, well, where are some other dollars? And and I, I met with someone recently who had some brokerage dollars, but again, some really significant capital gains exposure. And so we're putting together a plan where we're going to peel money out of that over time and fund one of these hybrid policies that I talked about that gives them some life insurance coverage. But more importantly, it gives them some long-term care dollars that currently they don't have. And yeah, he'll have to pay capital gains along the way as we fund that, um, but they like that better than just, okay, let's take a $100,000 capital gains hit right now. 
while they're still working. So I know we say it a lot, but everybody's situation is a little bit different. And so when you throw in, getting back to Mr. Musk, (laughs) if you throw in moving to a new state, okay, well, let's really analyze what that's going to look like. For instance, Florida, and that's probably the most common state. Mm -hmm. You know, Georgia is actually a pretty friendly tax state. But Florida has that 0%, right? right? Um, But if you are moving a business down there, there's potentially some tax exposure depending upon your business assets. So that's all part of, you know, what we have to take a look at and consider. And then there's a whole host of what I consider uh, intangible or soft issues related to, okay, well, if if you're going to retire down there, that's great. But what are you actually going to do? Yeah. And and are you going to enjoy, for instance, if you're moving from Illinois to Florida, are you really going to enjoy the heat in the summertime? Because it's very, very real. <laughs> it's a tad warm. <laughs> tad. It's a tad warm. Um, but then do you have social connections down there? And we mm. were talking about your folks yeah. and where they live. I uh, don't live in the same city as them. I split my time because they both have some health concerns. And they're in Charleston, South Carolina. Everybody goes, why don't your parents just move to the Atlanta area with you? And I said, well, because that's their home, and I still consider it home and their church. Yeah. The clubs and organizations they're a part of, their people are there. Yeah. So that's huge. And their doctors are there, And their doctors. That's maybe the biggest (laughs) in in I'd rather live on the moon and commute than (laughs) not have the right health care that we feel confident in and and not have the right social group around them. And Elon Musk could help you do that, I would dare say. Or maybe – Bezos. They're in a battle that we're not even going to talk about right now. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's bigger than Democrats <laughs> and Republicans arguing right now, that, that whole battle about space. But back to the tax question, what about Roth conversions? That's something that's very trendy to talk about right now. Is that important to consider with this tax uncertainty? Yes. It's something that should be explored. And again, depending upon your situation, it may be wise to do a Roth conversion and some of what has been proposed uh, in the legislation has talked about doing away with the ability to do these Roth conversions. Um, and so it, that's, another, that's another aspect to look at because, again, Roth income is one of really the only two types of income that is not included in your provisional income calculation. And not to get too in the weeds, but provisional income, that is the calculation that the IRS does to decide how much of your Social Security is going to be taxed. And so to the extent that you can lower your provisional income, and one way to do that is by having Roth IRA income. That's one of the things you can do. Even municipal bond income is included. So it's you, you always think, oh, well, muni bonds are tax-free. Well, not when it comes to figuring out how much your Social Security is going to be taxed. Hmm. And, and by the way, if you own muni bonds in a particular state, let's say North Carolina, and then you move to Idaho, you may be taxed hmm. in Idaho, whereas you weren't taxed in North Carolina. It just depends. And so wherever your residency was, you've got to look at that. And if you move mid-year, okay, well, your old state, mm-hmm. if that is your primary residence, They're gonna is going to want gonna, their fair share. It's going to come calling. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different facets. Uh, you know, Roth IRA, it's not just trendy. It's, it's wise to consider it. And a lot of it has to do with where do you think taxes are going to go? I look at what is happening 
right now in this administration and without being political at all, I just don't know. We got to pay for all this somehow. <laughs> somehow or another, you got to pay Somebody's for gotta it. Somebody's got to pay the tab. We can't walk out on this one. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so I have to assume, and I think this is the prudent thing to do, that taxes are going to go up. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to think, well, in retirement, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket. Maybe. But most people do think that. That is a very common way of thinking and has been for a while, but I just don't know. Because if you've saved and invested well and you're drawing income on those investments and you don't have someone like Doug looking at the future of taxes and retirement, you may be in a higher tax bracket. Could be. And that's why it does make sense. I mean, I totally understand people saying, well, let's move to a different state. It's a bigger decision than just okay, how are the taxes going to impact us? But that's an important part of the equation. And so, you know, for folks who are listening, for instance, in California, mm-hmm. that's an important process to go through, an important part of as we analyze where someone is right now mm-hmm. and make projections of, okay, where are they going to be? The taxes part of that is a, is a big one. Interact with the podcast and explore thriving more in your retirement at secondhalfcapital.com. Investment advisory services through Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Second Half Capital and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding their applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investment and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.